Throughout this podcast, there'll be swearing and adult themes that some people may find offensive. Hello and welcome to another Monday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You with me, la la la, let me explain. Trigger warning on this episode, we are going to talk about rape and domestic abuse, but when when do I not talk about that? I feel like I talk about it all the time, I should just come with a permanent trigger warning. This week, it is a discussion about age gaps and problematic age gaps. And the reason I chose this topic this week is because two things came to my attention regarding age gap relationships. I saw a meme. It was a picture of Madonna and her new boyfriend. The meme was about 65-year-old Madonna who is currently dating a 29-year-old. There's a 35-year age gap between the pair. And actually, when this meme might have been related to a previous boyfriend because what the meme said was that Madonna is 61 and she's dating a 25-year-old. So I think this was actually her previous boyfriend. But anyway, the meme said she's officially passed cougar stage and has now achieved saber-tooth tiger status. That's like super saiyan for horny old women. And of course, as you can imagine, the comments underneath the post were full of people laying into Madonna about being a predator, a groomer, a child snatcher. Now compare this to posts that we have seen this week about the reported alleged relationship between Russell Brand and a 16-year-old girl when he was 30, which he hasn't yet denied. He just said that all the relationships that were reported in the Dispatches documentary were consensual. And of course, 16-year-olds can consent to sex in the eyes of the law, which we'll get onto later. But the comments on posts about that particular scenario were very different to the comments on posts about Madonna. They weren't calling Brand a groomer, predator or child snatcher. In the main, they were criticising the 16-year-old who they felt should have known better or her mum who should have protected her more. So that's why I wanted to focus on age gaps on this podcast today. Age gaps between two people don't exist, at least not for me. I don't care how old you are. I'm more of an energy gap type of person and how well we vibe, but I see a lot of people dating same age and their wavelength is completely off and it's why they don't end up working out. The only reason age gap is even a thing today is because of what it looks like on the exterior. We see one person much older or younger than the other and we judge the book by the cover. But what we don't know is how well they match internally, what their personalities are like, how they complement each other. Mm, classic age ain't nothing but a number, which we will also get onto. And actually, let me start by saying that the facts are that if it works, it works. If it's healthy, it's healthy. If there are no problems, there are no problems. There are many examples of age gap relationships between two people who have a massive disparity in age, where a lot of people might judge and find that age gap unusual, but who actually have a really healthy, good, positive relationship. 
The only thing that you can question with that is if the younger person in that relationship was extremely young, like 16, 17, 18, when they got into the relationship, you do have to question whether they actually have any idea of what a healthy relationship looks like or feels like. They will not have had the experience of someone who's maybe dated a few people, had relationships or life experience before settling down. However, with that aside, there are many examples of couples with huge age gaps where there are absolutely no problems. But you know me. Of course, I'm focusing on the problematic shit because I want to protect you from it, whilst also looking at the nuance, obviously, and including the positives. But who I really want to protect by continually having this conversation are the young women of whom I was one, someone who thought that it was a compliment to be pursued by grown adults when I was just a teen. I want to protect them. I want to protect them from thinking it's cool to have a man in a car picking you up outside high school. And it is gendered because society has allowed it to be. There is not a phenomenon of adult women hanging around outside secondary schools in Ford Fiestas. If there were, they would be harshly judged. Yet, in our society, it's normally the teen girl who is often more judged in this scenario. Firstly, I should put a disclaimer. I'm not actually averse to age gap dating myself. I am 41. My preference is late 30s and above, but I wouldn't say no to an amazing 32-year-old. Age gaps definitely close as you get older. I wouldn't date a 30-year-old who didn't have kids and wanted kids, though. I wouldn't date somebody like that for a serious relationship. I'd be very clear with them that I don't want any more kids. And actually, I think that kind of stuff is really important when thinking about age gaps and relationships. The pregnancy life phase thing is an issue. There is, it would not be fair for me to get into a relationship with a 27 year old man who really wanted children, knowing that I'm at the stage where actually I've done my child rearing, I don't want any more. That would be unfair. It would also be really unfair of me to get into a relationship with a 22-year-old if I knew that I desperately wanted children and I wanted to do it soon because, you know, I'm about to be perimenopausal and then rushed him into fatherhood. That would be inappropriate. So the life phase thing in terms of pregnancy and parenthood is really fucking crucial. So it is important to think about that kind of stuff and the impact that the age gap can have. Since turning 40, I get approached by a lot of younger men. And when I deny some of them my number on the basis of their age, they nearly always spout the classic line like we just heard about, age gaps don't matter, age ain't nothing but a number. At which point I eye roll, face palm and run away. Because that sentence alone confirms to me that you're way too young unless they're older than you, in which case that sentence, age ain't nothing but a number, confirms that they are a manipulative creep. Because we all know that age is more than just a number. If it was just a number in the same way that a name is a name, then we would be able to just change it at our own free will. I'd be able to just say, you know what, I'm 15. Or you could just say you're two and then you could get into the cinema or the zoo for free. We'd all be doing it. But your age is more than just a number. It signifies which stage of life you are at. Are you in the no responsibilities, I could travel the world and study anything I want phase? Or are you in the I need to think about my pension and life insurance when I get a minute phase? Because the two aren't actually even really that far apart. When you think about it, you know, I'm 40 now and and, and being in that life phase where I could have travelled the world independently was not that long ago. And not that much has kind of changed but they are still distinctly, massively different life phases. 
After pulling up a young guy and explaining that age is much more than just a random number, they usually try to justify their theory by saying, I've been through more than most 50-year-olds. As though going through traumatic life events instantly makes you wise and mature. Sometimes it just makes you traumatised. Children who've been through trauma don't just suddenly become adults because they've been through a lot. Your age does not change by virtue of what you have been through. Age matters, though it doesn't automatically preclude you from having friendships or relationships with younger people or older people. One of my closest friends is 28. You can get on fantastically with people who are of a vastly different age to you. One of my other closest friends is in her 60s. But age can be used to control and dominate. It can make the power balance off. And abusive people often seek out younger partners for that reason. It is one surefire way of being able to hold control over a person. A younger person trying to persuade an older person that they are mature is one thing, but it is much more sinister when it's the other way around. There are the odd ones. You can find the odd one who's a bit older, who hasn't had too much experience in life or sat around some dork for a while or whatever. But in general, this is also one of the reasons men find youth attractive. You want to blow up the internet, I'll blow up the internet right fucking now. The reason 18 and 19-year-olds are more attractive than 25-year-olds is because they've been through less dick. I'll say this right here on the fucking internet. I don't give a shit. People will sit there and go, oh, you can't say that. Yes, I can. A 19-year-old is more attractive than a 26-year-old woman, and I'll tell you why. Because that 26-year-old has talked to more guys, been to the club more times, been more places, been fucked and dumped more times, more arguments, more heartbreak, more bullshit, more mess for me to clean up. Whereas a 19-year-old, I've had one guy from high school just broke up, she's fresh, and I can fucking put my imprint on her and make her a good person and without her having to go through all that detriment to learn about life. It is common in our culture for much older men to pursue relationships with very young women. And Tate has just shown us the fucking grim thinking behind it. It, I mean, uh, bleh, bleh. go back to my Body Counts episode again where we talk about this kind of stuff, this weird, bizarre idea that men want virginal women who haven't had any experience or any dick because their egos are so fucking weak that they hate the idea that they might be compared to other men. But it's very common. Look at fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Last year, a Reddit user created a graph showing the timeline of Leonardo DiCaprio's dating history. Every single woman who he's ever dated has been under the age of 25. In fact, 25 is actually quite old for him. Age gaps between greying old men and much younger women have been normalised and glamorised by Hollywood and the media. We've come to accept that rich older men want young girlfriends, but we are less accepting when it happens the other way around. Look at the Madonna thing. A woman who dates younger men is referred to as a cougar, but we don't have an equivalent term for men who do the same, although apparently some people call it a mantha, which is like a panther but a man. Mantha, don't know, not really heard that. But cougar, we all know that. And cougar suggests that she's a predator, ready to pounce on and eat her innocent prey. Yet we often refer to men as sugar daddies, if they're wealthy, which suggests that he's some kind of caring, soft, sweet provider. The term also serves to blame the younger woman because it ties in with the whole gold digger narrative that the young woman is actually the predator who is using the man for his money. There certainly is a gender difference in this whole narrative. And I'm not saying that it would be okay for 
older women to pursue teenage boys. I'm just saying that, A, it's not as common, it's not as accepted, and it's looked at very, very differently. But certainly there can be predatory women too, and predatory queer women. A young woman, though, who is dating an older man, Certainly, the gender thing has has a, a, a slightly different impact because of the way that that young woman can be trapped by domestic servitude and motherhood in a way that a young man can't. A young man could end up getting an older woman pregnant, <clears throat> but he still wouldn't have those societal expectations that he would then be burdened with that baby as a single parent forever, that he would then be burdened with the expectation to manage the entire household it's very different. Whereas a 17, 18-year-old who gets pregnant by a 40-year-old, the impact of that baby on her life is huge and can be used even further to abuse and trap her. So they're just it's just different. And what we do know about age discrepancies of seven years or more is that they are a common factor in abusive relationships, with the male perpetrator usually being the older one. According to Garcia et al, couples with an age gap larger than 15 years are at a particularly heightened risk for serious violence and murder. And that was according to a study that looked into homicide and domestic violence. Dominance, power and control are often a feature in relationships where one partner is much older than the other. It is easy to exert superiority over someone who is young enough to be your child. An indicator that someone might be potentially abusive is if there are patterns to their behaviour. A 46-year-old who meets a 26-year-old on a night out, really clicks, falls in love, that's not problematic. But if that 40-year-old solely dates people who are significantly younger than them and are showing predatory tendencies, then it suggests that they seek to control and have power over their partners. Narcissism is also a big factor in this. Narcissists want a trophy wife on their arm so that their mates pat them on the back and congratulate them for bagging a young, hot woman. Of course, our society has made youth the most attractive thing. It's not, clearly. But yeah, so there is that association with a trophy being a young woman. And they love the fact that people look at them and think, well, this guy must be loaded or have a massive dick to have got her. It's also gross. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Know that fizzy feeling you get when you read something really good, watch the movie everyone's been talking about, or catch the show the internet can't get over? At the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast, we chase that feeling five times a week. We talk about the buzziest movies, TV, music, books, and more. From lowbrow to highbrow to in-between, catch the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. And though, as we've discussed, the topic of age gaps in relationships is quite nuanced. It can be really bad, can also be really good. But there are some parts where there are absolutely no grey areas. The age of consent in the UK is 16. If a person is below the age of 16, they are a child and they cannot consent to sex or sexual activity. 
If they're below the age of 18, they are still a child in the eyes of the law. There is such a big gap between the ages of 17 and 25. To me, it's a way bigger gap than between 35 and 55. Even though there are many more years between 35 and 55 than there are between 17 and 25, the age gap is different. It's it's bigger. 16 to 18-year-olds can consent to having sex with their peers, but they can't fully consent to having sex with people who've already been having sex for 15 years. Of course, if they're over the age of 16, they can legally consent to that. But in terms of their ability to make that consent on an informed basis with the knowledge and wisdom and just general skills that would need to be held to navigate a relationship with somebody who is so much more experienced than them, I don't believe any 16-year-old holds those skills. I think it's a red flag when someone in their late 30s or 40s dates someone who is under 25. Massive red flag to me. And though it's not illegal... To me, if if my 20-year-old son was dating a 50-year-old woman, I'd have some serious fucking concerns. Whenever I say this on Instagram, I get DMs from women who met their husbands when they were 19 and he was 45, letting me know that they lived happily ever after in a healthy marriage. But I get triple the number of messages from women telling me that they wish they could go back to their 19-year-old self and drag her out of the relationship that she was in with an abusive older man. So whilst there are always going to be examples of people with large age gaps who have healthy relationships, though when those women who messaged me to tell me they were 19 and met their 45-year-old husbands do message me, the first thing that goes through my head is, your husband is a nonce, please. But as I would like to reiterate, in case any of them are listening, there are always going to be examples of people with large age gaps who have healthy relationships but a big age gap can often be a red flag, especially if the young person is under 25. Under 25, we haven't actually officially reached full brain maturity. There is a lot of evidence to say that your neurons are not firing in the same way when you're 24 as they do when you're over 25. To me, adulthood really begins at 25, and that is not to undermine anybody who's listening who is under 25, but I can guarantee you that if you listen to this again when you're 35, you're going to look back to your 25-year-old self and think, yeah, there were things that I still needed to learn. So there is no nuance to me when it comes to young people, especially under the age of 18. If they are still in school, there is no nuance. If he's picking you up from school in cars, it definitely ain't right. There is no nuance there. Men over 18 with schoolgirls is a no-no. Anyone over 18, but as I've said before, the men thing is specifically a phenomenon. And if you are one of those people who is a young person now and you are dating a much older man, you need to know that you will look back and think this guy is so disgusting and fucking embarrassing. There is a reason why he's not with women of his own age. There is no woman who gets to 40 and looks back on that man who she dated as a teen when he was in his 20s and thinks, oh, what a cool guy. What a cool dude that was. Nobody thinks that. We think, oh, my skin crawls. Because we can all see that we would never, above the age of 20 probably, go anywhere near a teenager. What the fuck did he want with us back then? So trust me, get away now if that is a situation that you are in. Seek help. Speak to someone. 
call Women's Aid, speak to your school, speak to your mum, contact Refuge. There are so, We'll put the, 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 the details in the show notes. You should be very suspicious of that type of age gap if you are in your teens. And as I say, not every age gap is suspicious. George Clooney is 17 years older than his wife, Amal. But she was 35 when she met him and she already had an established career in law. And his first wife was two years older than him. He's not displaying predatory behaviour. He just met someone who happens to be younger than him. You change as you age. You're not supposed to be the same when you're 50 as you were when you were 25. Though now that I'm 40, I do realise that everything changes, but also nothing changes. But at 50, you should be open to dating 50-year-olds. And if you're not, and you're only open to dating people in their 20s, that's predatory. If, if you happen to meet someone in your 20s, but you're also open to all ages, it kind of shifts the balance a little bit. It is possible for people with a significant age gap to find common ground and have a long love life. But it is important to note that if you're a young person with an older partner, it is so important to look out for signs of controlling behaviour. It is not normal for a partner to control you or to parent you. Age is way more than a number. It signifies your generation, your cultural references, your life phase and your experiences. So be wary of those people who tell you it's irrelevant. It's relevant and it may not be problematic, but to make it unproblematic, you have to make it relevant. You'd have to reflect on how the age gap in your relationship could impact on you both in the future. If you're going to have a healthy relationship, you have to acknowledge how the age gap might come into play within that relationship. So that's it. It's nuanced. It can be great. It can also be a massive fucking red flag and only you will know when you're in it. Get help if it doesn't feel right. So there we go. I want to have a discussion about this one on my page. I know I sometimes say in the podcast that we're going to have a discussion on my page and then it never happens and that's because I'm chaotic. Listen to my ADHD podcast. If you want to understand more about why I sometimes don't manage to do shit on a daily basis. But there we go. I will definitely put something up for us to have a discussion on this one. And I will see you back on Wednesday for more Agony Aunt time. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.